welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, where games-based training is the future and where a dog's past doesn't define its potential. Today, we're joined once more by pro dog trainer Katrin. You can go back and have a listen to our previous episode where we dove into her story and why she's so passionate about rescue dogs. Katrin, thank you for joining us again. Today, we're talking about your rescue dog, Clyde, and your journey together. Hi, Samaya. Thank you so much for having me back um, to talk to you about um, rescue dogs. Um, for those of you who haven't listened before, um, I'm Katrin. I'm a PDT um, on four rescue dogs, and I'm very passionate about rescue dogs. And I really thought in this episode um, that it would be great to maybe specifically share my experience with one of my dogs, um, specifically Clyde, my Westie, um, that I have rescued um, to really inspire, but also to provide hope for those that may be struggling with their dog's behavior right now. Amazing. I think that's such a valuable thing that we can share with the world is rescues are or rescue dogs are in so many homes and so many homes struggle with rescue dogs. So tell us about what makes Clyde special and about your journey together. Yeah, absolutely. So Clyde's my little Westie um, that has joined the family just over a year ago now. Um, I met him through volunteering at the local animal rescue here, um, at which uh, because I was a volunteer there. And at which point he had already spent a good year at the rescue shelter himself. Um, he's actually got quite a sad past. Um, so in the last episode we talked about baggage um he definitely had loads of that um he was brought in with owner directed aggression due to prior use of aversives so that left him in a state of chronic anxiety and reactivity so he could be really unpredictable he would bark at literally everything he could not disengage and as far as i'm aware he had also bitten before in the past he had been rehomed and brought back to the rescue due to his unpredictable behaviour and because these owners couldn't cope with that behaviour. Um, I had already built a relationship with him um, and having all the amazing learning from being a PDT and a geek and a genius, I decided to give him a home and to really help him transform his struggle into strength. That's incredible. Such a great gift you have to give him. It's so good to hear when people are willing to to explore these different avenues with with dogs who are struggling especially with a with a past as complicated as Clyde's so tell us about how games specifically has enhanced your relationship with Clyde and help him work through his struggles yeah absolutely so um I have to say in the beginning it definitely was not easy (laughs) to even get started um so although I spent a lot of time with him and he's come home with me a lot when he actually then came home with me to live with me forever that was the first time where I was actually exposed to his bad behavior um so it came a bit to as a bit of a shock to me when I when he first had an episode of this kind of he acted like devil possessed sort of thing um so totally unpredictable he was just being really growling barking really aggressive and it was actually quite scary to see and also really it made me really sad um that this little dog was feeling in that way and he had to feel in that way um and and it really made me determined to help him um but and especially in the earlier times of him being with me we had several of these explosive episodes of reactivity 
I also got bitten a few times as a result of it. Um, and I felt a little bit overwhelmed at the beginning, to be quite honest. Um, I cried a lot. I thought I made a bit mistake even thinking I could help him. Um, but I was still determined to somehow help him at that point. That's so great to hear. It's it's really heartwarming to hear that you didn't give up. And I think that's a superpower, especially with rescue dogs. It's a super superpower. And um, I wonder what what did you do and to keep your own optimism going? And how did you manage to keep going when those explosive episodes happened? So I know it's not easy. And I think uh, there's a lot of people in the position where they just feel overwhelmed because of the dogs reactive and they just don't know how to help them, etc. And I totally feel for them because I know we've all been there. We've done that. And I think the key thing is to kind of focus on the good things. Um, so, and there's a few things that really help me keep going. Um, I'm not a person who gives up easy. Um, I always look for solutions. So as much as I go through a phase of despair and crying, etc., then I pick myself up again and come up with a new plan. So that kind of personality trait really has helped me to kind of overcome that. Um, but also one of the most beneficial things that I've done at that stage was to actually got I got myself help and I started working with with the behavior team as well to get a proper transformation plan in place and have that additional support that I can fall back on myself when I feel a little bit insecure or when I feel like I'm not doing the right thing at least then I have somebody I can fall back on and I really say tell me what what can I do how can I help him the best I can and I think this is so um, vital that we have, that everyone has this kind of support network they can fall back on, especially when you're struggling with a rescue dog or any dog that is reactive and makes you feel quite isolated, um, where you can't feel like you can go out, um, et cetera, because it's so isolating owning that that rescue dog. So having that kind of um, support network is really vital. Um, I also, um, and I would urge everyone to do that, whether you're struggling with a reactive rescue dog or whether you're just having a down with your dog, um, is start being kinder to yourself. Um, so I started being a lot kinder to myself and to Clyde as well. So I had to start and not being so self-critical. I'm a perfectionist, and uh, which means I'm very self-critical of myself. I get stressed over it. That then makes Clyde more stressed. Um, it negatively impacts on his behavior. And that caused both of us to cause even more stress. Um, and I had to also acknowledge that actually it's not Clyde's fault. It's not his fault that he's behaving that way. It, he was just acting the way, the only way he knew he could. Um, and it was our mission to really transform that um, so that he knows how to better cope with his emotions and it, um, really express his emotions as well. So I focused a lot on actually building our relationship while implementing the transformation plan. And as much as we had blips, I kept reminding myself of even the little wins that we have on a day. Um, and sometimes thinking back, how was he like a month ago? And actually that really then put it in perspective for me um, that how far he can come even within that short period of time. I love all of that because what I'm really hearing from you is it's it takes a lot of compassion and it takes a village too because it's not just about you and it's not just about Clyde. It's about 
your entire network of people that are supporting you through this process. It's so good to hear that you found that for yourself and that you did that for yourself because you helping yourself more means that you can help Clyde more. And I think that's amazing. Um, so where are you two at now and what does the future look like for you or where are your plans and your goals for Clyde? So I think definitely we have come to a place where we have a Clyde 2.0. Um, so he's definitely has grown from where he was a year ago. I recall when he first arrived, it was constant barking, constant whining. Um, now we have general peace um, most of the time. Um, so we really mainly get barking when there's someone at the front door or, you know, when he's getting a little bit upset. But at least we're not having that constant um, expression of emotions. Um, as well so he's learned to be a lot calmer and happier in himself as well he still gives me grief from time to time but definitely he's made massive improvements and I would say one of our biggest wins that we had over the last few months um, and where I really realized um, that I haven't been giving him the credit that he deserves in terms of what he has achieved was when I actually took him to Bowerland um, for two days um, and he did so amazing um, coming from Scotland a drive down to Devon is a 10-hour drive for me um, he did amazing on the car journey um, he stayed during the car um, at the training uh, no he stayed in the car during the training days um, and without any issues and he worked around other dogs and people in an entirely new surrounding, which I didn't think he could. Um, so it was a very proud moment for the both of us um, to see how far he has come um, since then. And I think he's definitely even now, like a few months, that was a few months ago. And even now looking at him, um, there's been a few wins that we have celebrated in terms of his handling um, and, and also in terms of his ability to disengage. Um, I've recently started him on a little bit of agility, um, which he absolutely loves. So he's never going to be a champion, but it's definitely something that we both can enjoy together. That's so cool. Agility is such a great relationship builder, too. I love that you celebrate the wins along the way, because the more you celebrate those wins, the more achievable the next wins seem. And the more you draw them into you too, right? And that's that's absolutely amazing. So what advice would you give to people who have recently uh, rescued a dog or who are in the midst of feeling struggles with their rescue dog? What What would you tell them or what words of wisdom can you give them? So someone recently said something very powerful in one of the Game Changer Facebook groups. And it was something around focus on what they can do and don't get hung up hung up on the end goal um but enjoy the journey and i think this is this is such powerful advice um that actually i remind myself of each each day as well when i start getting frustrated or feeling a bit disheartened as well um and it's really true if you focus on what they can do everything gets so much easier because you're both celebrating, you're both enjoying the journey, um, working together, you're building your relationship. It's only when we get hung up on the end goal that everything get, can get a little bit frustrating because all we see is the things that they cannot do. Um, so really focusing, refocusing on the positives um, really can make a huge difference on your journey together. 
that but the other thing I would really encourage is to keep track of your wins um so I keep a journal where I log both my wins and my struggles uh, with each of my dogs um the wins so I can reflect um especially when I have downtime uh, down days um we all know training is not linear so there will be days where we feel like oh my god what happened today so I can look back and remind myself well actually the last three days they've done really well um um but also I record my struggles because I like the ability to reflect and see what I can do better um and how I'm maybe tweaking it and tweak my approach so that we can overcome that struggle amazing that's amazing that's it's so great to hear this from you because if it's possible for you it's so achievable for everybody else and I love that you're sharing this message with everybody because rescues can be a challenge they can absolutely all dogs can be a challenge and growing through when you first bring your dog home to um, your entire life together it's it can be absolutely challenging and there's hiccups all along the way but it's how we handle those hiccups and it sounds like you're rolling with the punches and you're coming back and you're reassessing and and you're staying grounded in the process. And I think that's really valuable to both you and Clyde and to your other dogs too, and to everybody that you share your message with. So thank you for joining us on another episode of the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, where games-based training isn't just the future, it's the pathway to real life results and training success. We hope you enjoyed this amazing episode featuring pro dog trainer and game changer, Katrin. Stay tuned for the next episode next Tuesday.